Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hits Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. We're going to continue talking about the Patriots draft with you. We also slide in some Celtics as well as round two of their playoff run starts on Sunday. But joining us now on the Harbor One hotline is our friend uh, Rob Bradford. And Bradford, when when Cole Strange was drafted, did did the great Dick Stewart, Dr. Strange glove cross your mind? Uh, First thing that crossed my mind, Andy. Good to hear from you guys. And by the way, can you imagine – if Heim Bloom doesn't talk to Marcelo Myers, coach, I mean, what is happening? <laughs> that is, like, that's the big wh- scoop today. Uh, Bill what Belichick is, did not what talk is to happening? Rusty. Like, how does that happen? Yeah. I mean, it's, and, and not only that, or okay, at least Brian O'Halloran or Eddie Romero or no. somebody. No, nobody. Oh yeah, some scout. Uh, he came around and he he kind of talked to us. Like, well, how does that happen? Great interview, guys. Thank Excellent you. Interview. Thank you. Yeah, it was nice to talk to Rusty. Good job by John. Yep, he was John uh, found that one. He, he was all it. over that. We give John some love there as well. Plus, I just wanted to get the Dick Stewart reference in because yeah, yeah. yeah uh, you're, you're the only one who might appreciate it, Rob. I'm not that old. I'm not that you old. But I know, know what you're the, talking about. You know the 63 Red Sox inside now. Come on now. You oh, and Joey well, see well, the big cheese. You were oh, there for yeah, it. Well, yeah, Shaughnessy and Buckley covered it. Me, me and Joe were covering spring training games back then. Absolutely. But, yes, yeah, so much like uh, Dick Stewart, um, the Red Sox can't hit 97-mile fastballs either. Cannot. <laughs> so 20 games into the season, as we know, that's not a ton. Mm. But, no. Rob, when is an appropriate time to freak out about this team? <laughs> not yet. Okay. Not yet. But but I will say this. I did the uh, – because I appreciate science. So yep. I, I went back and looked at last year. Last year, instead of 8-12, and 12, they were 12-8. and eight. But the, the difference was so dramatic. And my t- biggest takeaway is that they're wasting – Good pitching. Like, they're, yes. they're wasting, like, actual good pitching. Because you look at last year, 12-8, and eight, and they went 12-8 and eight with insanely good offense. I mean, you're talking about, the, you know, they, first of all, they were taking pitches. They weren't swinging at absolutely everything. They were hitting home runs. They had, let's see, they had well, six guys, seven guys who have basically over 717 OPS or better. I mean, Bobby Dahlbeck had a 709 OPS at this point last year, and we thought that was terrible, right. and it would have been like number three right now. So it's it's just incredible how different it is. And and I wanted to say, well, you didn't replace Hunter Renfro, but if you go back to look at the first twenty games last year, Hunter Renfro had a four eighty seven OPS. He wasn't even the deal. But I mean, the deal here is that all these guys from top to bottom, with maybe the exception of Xander Bogarts, haven't been nearly as good as they were last year. So, Rob, can you help me understand some of the days off up in up in Toronto? Wiggy said that they were playing on fake fake turf this morning and fake dirt <laughs> fake this dirt. morning as is well. That, is, is, that, is, that, is that a scoop by Wiggy? No, I, I think so. Well, I, th- I think Curtis jumped in and questioned him right away. But but the <laughs> I'm day, stupid. I mean, that was a that was a spring training lineup. It felt like yesterday. Why the balancing on the days off now? When maybe we look at this team and say, okay, there might be a little sense of urgency here. Get your ass out there. Nah, I guess. It, I mean, listen, you can't. We can't be hypocrites about this because Core has done this ever since he was been manager, going back to his first year when you know guys would hit home runs and he'd sit them the next day. I mean, this is what he does. Now the problem is is that unlike these previous years, when you do map this out and you do sit as Andrew Bogarts, the guys that you're filling in, it's 
it's just not going to cut it. You just have no chance. And you look at the starting lineup yesterday when they had the graphic of all the batting averages. It was unbelievable. And then you get into the game like this is predictable. This is what is happening is predictable. So to answer your question, you kind of have to keep going down this road. But unfortunately, the way the roster is constructed, it makes it almost impossible to win if you're going to keep going down that road. Shouldn't Garrett Whitlock just be in the starting rotation at this yes. point? Yeah, see, like, I want to – to me, like, I want him there at this point because I want people to – I want little kids. I want little Richie go. Keefe yep. to, go, to, to run up and say, I got the Garrett Whitlock <laughs> ticket, right? That's right. I got, I got the Garrett – remember those days? And those four I, innings are going to be glorious. And I then got, when they I turn got, over I got, the pen, then so be it. Like, all those people, I'm driving up to Toronto to yeah. see Garrett Whitlock pitch. Well, right but now, it, Rob, every game's the Whitlock game when he's not starting. Right. Like, hey, well, this could be go. the day I might have a lucky th- ticket. That, that is true. You got a good chance of seeing the great Garrett Whitlock. But I think I would love – to see him go out there and just be a starter, Evaldi be the starter. Because to me, as good as the bullpen has been, I just don't think this is sustainable. You don't have enough proven guys in that bullpen where you can just say run out guys for four innings in a whack. It's okay. You made it two times through the order. Four innings, that's fine. We're going to let the bullpen take it over from there. I think you've got to have a couple guys who are absolute studs and Garrett Whitlock, to me, I watch him pitch, and I don't see a whole lot of guys in baseball that can – I know yesterday wasn't his best day, but who can control a lineup like he can. So, yes, you have that guy, mm-hmm. make him an ace. Rob Bradford's Midweek Clubhouse Report brought to you by McFarland Energy, Greater Boston and Cape Cod's choice for dependable heating and cooling solutions at McFarlandEnergy.com. Uh, is Baltimore just what the doctor ordered, or could this be a sobering series that we find out that this team is playing like Baltimore? Listen, nobody's looked forward to a trip to Baltimore more than the Red Sox this today than ever since 1994 when I got married in that great city. All right, so <laughs> wow. yeah, so, so did you it, choose the uh, the lockout year to get married? Was that was that part of it? Or the strike uh, uh, year? It was it was on <laughs> on the verge. I do remember on my honeymoon it was a it was a Rod's debut. I mean, I was like, wow. what am I doing on my honeymoon where, when I could be at Fenway Park? I was gonna right say, now? where'd you go, DC? You went to Baltimore uh, yeah. to get married, DC for the honeymoon. Yeah. News, tra- news traveled all the way to St. Lucia. So, um, <laughs> did you but, serve crab at the uh, wedding? Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Did, did, all that's all we serve. <laughs> a crab well, married them actually. Yeah, say, giant yeah, crab brought us, brought us together. <laughs> then we went to hedonism, and I got some. Oh, oh sorry. Geez. All right, that, that <laughs> took a turn. <laughs> Real turn. <laughs> that took, that took a, but you know, so to come that's back to the great funny. game of baseball, yes, uh, Baltimore stinks. So it. It, that should help. Yeah, I mean, like, let's be honest. If if you if you have this this team and you wanted to get right and you want to get right against bad pitching Baltimore is the team to do it and by the way there are also one of other two other teams that hit home runs as as little as you do I mean there's there's three teams that basically are hitting no home runs at all and that's the Red Sox and the Orioles I believe the uh I forget the other team but the Orioles are uh, on the one, one yes the Reds no it's one of the national league teams um well you mentioned the Orioles stink as does Trevor Story <laughs> Is, <laughs> wow. is this just a slot? Are you seeing anything there to, for him to maybe kind of break out eventually? I know he well, had the, the double a couple nights ago, nice gap shot against Toronto, but for the most part, no home runs and not really much of anything at the plate. Yeah, I, I think he's breaking down his backside a little too early. No, I'm, no, I mean, like, no, I, I think. Well, that no, it, like some would say, like, is he? Do you think he's hitting the ball hard, or does he look lost yeah, at the no, plate? No, he doesn't look lost at the plate. Okay. I don't think he looks lost at the plate, but I think it's a fair argument conversation to have 
to say, what is this guy going to be? Because he's a slow starter to begin with, and I do think he'll be okay. But is okay what they expected? I mean, this is a guy who is coming off his worst year in Colorado. Is he going to be able to take it up to notch? Is he going to be able to hit home runs outside of Colorado? And so far, he just hasn't. No. Rob, uh, apparently Travis Shaw designated for assignment. Does this mean Franchi Cordero is coming in? Well, yeah, I, I would think so. I mean, he played first the other day, and he's he has to get on the roster. But, you know, we said with Travis, it was, you know, he had 45 days. It wanted to get to 45 days, he would have to pay him. But, you know, he just wasn't going to get to that for even those 45 days. It just wasn't happening. They had to do something. And so, um, yeah, I mean, but let's be honest. I mean, Franchi has having a good start in Worcester, but we can't say Franchi is going to be the cure-all. I'll come back to what I said before. You have to get the guys who were good a year ago to be good again. And Franchi, hey, sure, it can't hurt, right? Well, good to hear you're fit. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. All right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, put it on the bumper sticker. Kind of can. Put it on the bumper sticker. Yeah, yeah. where is Casas 2022? That's what yep. people are waiting right. for. Uh, Brad Foe, thanks for the time. Glad to hear you're feeling better. We'll catch you with the uh, Midweek Clubhouse Report next week. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later.